This is The Unholy Union. A podcast where you'll be subjected to highly offensive marital discourse. If you do not feel insulted during this week's episode, don't worry, we'll try harder next week. If you can relate to our ramblings, we want to be friends with you. If you believe that we take it too far or our mouths are too much for you, then with as much love and sincerity as we can muster, you can suck it. Welcome to The Unholy Union. Go. It's been a very long time. Not really. 2021 was the last podcast. That's not that long ago. It's been two years. That's a long time. All right. We're going to start our argument right now. <laughs> That's a whole pandemic in between then and now. Is it? No. The pandemic started in what? 2019? 2020. Oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah, like that. that's a long time. It is a long time, but... We're back again. Yeah. Because we both work from home, so it's much easier to do this now. Life has changed a lot since the pandemic. Yes. We were based in Virginia. And now we're in Florida. We'll get to that in a minute. But I'm Linz. I'm Russ. And this is the Unholy Union. Yay. I thought we'd do a quick introduction. It's been a minute, like we said. So we have been married for almost 10 years. We've been together. Been together since we were teenagers. I was what, 14 and you were? No. 13? No. 15 and 14? There you go. That's close enough. (laughs) There's a whole year of maturity there. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but now we live in Florida. We have a wonderful daughter. She's eight years old, and you'll be hearing from her in a little bit. She's a big fan of Florida. Big fan of Florida. Big fan of podcasting now. She yes. thinks this is awesome. She always says she wants to be on stage. And this that's is, also her insult, too. Have you heard her say that? Well, Why do you think you're on stage? Oh, yeah. she. If anybody else is on on stage, I, I've got my f- finger quotes going. If, if anybody else is on stage, she gets very upset. <laughs> she wants all the attention on her. But she's also a very quiet, timid, and shy child. So yeah, she doesn't it's interesting. Even, yeah, she doesn't even really like being physically on stage. Yeah, so if maybe this maybe podcasting would work for her personality type. But yeah, but she, she doesn't have to be in front of everybody, but still gets to hold the mic. Yeah, we did record a little clip of her, and she kind of goes through her spiel about why she likes Florida so much. Yeah, we'll get to that in a second, but. So we moved to Florida. He's playing with a bouncy ball. (laughs) Put the dog uh, in a different room and now he's still got the cat. Okay. Dang. (laughs) (laughs) You Um, lost it? (laughs) I did. Okay, introduction. That's where we're at. We've been together that long. Oh, so we moved to Florida about midway through the pandemic in 2021. We decided that Virginia just was too damn cold, to be honest with you. As well as some other external factors. Um, and, uh, yeah, we can get into that, too. Okay, sure. So you want to jump right into that now, or are we going to save that for a different podcast? No. I mean, the the fact that they decided to shut down the economy and stuff in Virginia was a big negative to us well, and, and, and our kid. Experience. Yeah. yeah. Um, our daughter went into kindergarten that year, and the first quarter was fine, but, you know, like everybody else, it shut down in the second or third quarter. And she, as a kindergartner who is five, six years old, was expected to read off of a computer instructions and do 
work on well, a computer. And they assign username and passwords. And like, she can't spell, bro. She can't type. Right. <laughs> she can't spell. She doesn't know how to read yet. And you're expecting her to do all this. And mind you, we work full time, both of us. So it doesn't make sense for us to be able to to sit down and teach her at all. Like we can't do that. Yeah, I'm sure that was a lot of parents' experiences throughout the pandemic, especially with the school situation. Well, and we're getting that feedback now too from current teachers at the schools down here that never really did shut down. They are stating that a lot of the people from out of state, because a lot of people are transplants in Florida, let's just be clear. Mm-hmm. They are, the, the kids are very delayed because of that entire year that was essentially off. Yeah. They are not at the level kids previ- previous and prior to them were at, and they are accepting that this is the new norm. We heard that a million times, didn't yep. we? It's sad, really. It it hurts me because that was her first experience in school, and it was either... It was rough. Yeah, it was very rough. It, it didn't w- set the right tone, I don't think. She loves school. Don't, don't get us wrong. Um, she loves going there and learning and hanging out with her friends, for sure. But the experience of COVID really set the tone off kind of negative. Big so we've time. had to build that. I think relationship with enjoying school and liking it. And here we are, she's in second grade and she's really starting to hit a stride. I think still behind, but we're working with her. And socially she's changed a lot too, by coming here. Like we'll get to that. Stop jumping ahead. I can't help it. (laughs) Stick to stick to the introduction. So moved to Florida almost two years ago. We've been loving it. Decided to jump back into this thing, I guess, because Our family loves to tell us that we love to argue, but what they don't understand is we have conversations. Yeah, it's not (laughs) arguing. I mean, it may sound like that to other people, and you can comment one way or the other after you hear this, but yeah, to us, it's not necessarily arguing. We are having a conversation, and I guess it's how we deal with shit. Well, and I feel like that's part of the problem with the world today is, like, people can't just have a conversation without getting all butthurt about Even if you disagree. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Who cares? Every, right. Nobody's the same. End of the day, still love you. Yeah, maybe. Depends. <laughs> Depends on what we're disagreeing about. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Where are you sleeping tonight? So, as far as everything else in our world, we have a dog. We also have a cat. We have a house. We have two cars. We, ha- I mean, what else do we say? Debt. <laughs> I seriously <laughs> want to do a show on debt and getting out of debt. And Well, I feel like we've probably got to get out of it first. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. But what, it, what measures we have taken, et cetera, we'll get there. This is our, our first, so... We're just going to get through this one. Yeah, chug along. For sure. So, I actually do have topics, and they do flow pretty well without you jumping ahead. So, let's start. Okay. (laughs) Uh, So, I found an article from Axios. I've never even heard of this website or whatever, but it was on my feed, and it was interesting. So, the world's happiest countries. I guess there was this uh, big push by, I forget what they're called, the UN. The UN does a World Happiness Day, hashtag World Happiness Day. 
And they then took a poll or did a survey of how happy the people who live in these countries are. Well, I would like you to guess the top five happiest countries in the world. I definitely don't think it's the U.S. Is it on there? Do you want to know what number the U.S. is? 15th. You read the article. No, I didn't. You liar. No, I just know that there's no way it's top 10. Yeah. We, we are too industrial focused on work. U.S. is top, is in the 15. It is number 15. Okay, well, there you go. Number one. You read the article. No, I didn't. I promise you I did not. I uh, can't wait to tell you, though. Hurry up and guess so I can tell you because there is I just a weird guess, correlation. I just want to guess the first one. Okay. Sweden. Wrong. Sweden, I don't even think was in the top 10. Okay. One more guess. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> so, number five, and I want you to guess the correlation that I, I want to point out here. Okay, ready? Number five is the Netherlands. Okay. Number four is Israel. I have lots to say there. Number three is Iceland. Number two is Denmark. And the happiest country in the world is Finland. I don't know. What, are you, what is the correlation? They're all fucking cold. Israel's not cold. Are you crazy? Well, minus Israel. Okay. But <laughs> Finland, Denmark, Iceland, and the Netherlands. They're cold. It's a lot of blonde people, isn't it? Right. <laughs> is it is it is it like mostly blondes? Yeah. yeah. Well, what do they call them? Nordic people. Yeah, I know, but Yeah, I'm like just they're it's very cold. How are these people happy? Uh didn't we discuss this a while back about how culturally they most other countries take breaks from work. It's True. almost like a requirement to take breaks. But it's cold. Well, they like to ski. <laughs> that doesn't do it for me. And like shoot that doesn't loosen. <laughs> there is no way that some place as cold as Iceland is that happy. Well, isn't that wasn't that on that show the Earth Down to Earth show, Iceland? Oh, Zach Efron? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, I mean it's on Netflix. You by also the way. got to understand. Is it a core? Okay. Is it an average of how many people say they're happy that live in the country? Because Iceland has like 12 people that fucking live. That there. was the other thing. Like to me, I mean, I didn't look up the populations and I probably should have, but the population of Finland, Denmark, Iceland, and the Netherlands, I mean, even Israel combined probably isn't as high as even the U.S. Right. I don't know about that, but I'm pretty sure that's. Correct. Right. Like, it I mean, feels like we their know Iceland is low. Right. It feels like their populations are very low. Well, so maybe that's why they're so happy. Well, I mean, <laughs> well, and where did they distribute this poll anyway? True. Twitter. Probably. <laughs> the internet. Yeah. And <laughs> knowing Israel, they're very patriotic, right? Absolutely. Well, so is the U.S., but. Eh, I feel like that's fallen off in recent years. I, I kind of agree with that. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. I mean. But Israel is steadfast with their country. But also, you know, not to really hit too hard on geopolitical issues, but they are at constant war, a perpetual war. And again, are those, is that happy? I I feel like patriotism is the reason why they voted so high, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it could be because they are, as far as I know, they're required to join the military like right out of school. Yeah. And and as part of like their civil service. Yeah. So I found this list very interesting. Yeah. I don't know. Any of those countries you'd want to visit? No. (laughs) Why? 
cold. <laughs> That's what I thought. And I don't want to go to Israel because of what you said, a perpetual state of war. Yeah. Is what it seems like. I mean, after watching Down to Earth with Zac Efron, not just because it was Zac Efron, I would like to see Iceland. Like, it's kind of cool. Well, I mean, that, that whole power system with, you know, they run everything off renewables is pretty neat, but it's not something that can happen in the U.S. It's just impossible. We don't, first off, we don't live on a giant-ass volcano. Second, we have what? Hawaii what, could, I guess. What is, yeah, I mean, maybe maybe a state could do it, but <laughs> this entire country doesn't have that luxury of living on top of a volcano, if you want to call it a luxury. No, I would not. No. <laughs> I mean, I, I do think it's very cool though that they that they are harnessing the the Earth's power that's there and essentially making everything free to run, yeah. other other than maintenance and things like that. But it's jobs, though. I would think. Okay. Anyways, so we're gonna move on to the next or- article. This one is from Forbes, and nope, I lied. I'm skipping ahead now. Dang it. Okay, so this one is from Bankrate. So the U.S. best places to live. Again, just looking at the top five. Do you want me to read them or do you want to guess? No, uh, go ahead. Okay. I'm, I just, I'm going to give this article shit if Florida's not in there. <laughs> well, it is, and I'll tell you which one. You know, hold on, ready? Miami's in there, I bet. So just the top five are the ones that I'm going to say. Raleigh, North Carolina. Okay. That we... We looked there. Yeah, I don't think we ever went to Raleigh, though. No, but North Carolina... It's in the mountains. It gets snow. Kind of eliminated it really quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Number four is Bridgeport, Connecticut. Nope. That's cold. cold. Yep. Although, I am a big fan of ships and sea and all that stuff. And I know Connecticut is a pretty big port. Coast Guard has some stuff up there and all that. So I do like that, but Cold. I don't want to wear a jacket. Nope, nope. We've been in shorts and flip-flops for a while now. Okay, number three is Tacoma, Washington. Nope, it's cold there, too. Right, like uh, those three right there. Who writes cold. these fucking lists? People who have never visited, apparently. People. <laughs> <laughs> Country twain coming out. Number two. Sarasota, Florida. Okay, yeah, I can get that. You know, Sarasota's good, too, because that's where a lot of spring training is for baseball. There's lots of old people there. You got to have the best of both worlds, because there is beach, yeah. like Siesta Key and Madeira Beach, right next door. And then you also have, like, the town, the city, the downtown vibe. Yeah, they... It's very cultural. Yeah. It's, it's kind of nice. I like there, that area. There's just lots and lots of olds. Yeah. Very, very... For sure. Very, dense population of old people it's not the villages though which is loofah town <laughs> we should we should do a whole episode on the loofahs i and explain would prefer them. not to because it's grossing me out just thinking about it if you never heard of loofahs in the villages in florida look it up you're in for a treat yeah there's different colors for different uh, oh we're doing it now different uh prudenesses of swinging and shit like that it is <laughs> awkward as hell and i i heard somewhere that the villages was one of the Highest STD rates in the country. Don't quote me on that. I could be full of shit, but that's disgusting. I've actually seen loofahs in the wild. <laughs> People put them on their cars and drive around and think nobody knows, but now you know. They got to advertise that shit. <laughs> All right, on, number Dorothy. one. 
Number one. Guess what state number one is? Um, I, I can't. Maryland. No. Round Rock, Texas. Oh, okay. I, I found mean, that interesting. I mean, I could see that. Texas is nice. I like southern states just because of the heat. For sure. Get me as close to the equator as you can. Oh, and I don't know something about farms and things and Agriculture. American jobs and all that. It's just very, very, very. Spanish moss. Yeah, Spanish moss is awesome. Yeah, it's pretty. Although I like it, I hear it a lot. It's just spooky. <laughs> I don't get that. I, I find I mean, it romantic. Like the the what do I want to say? The I don't know. It's romantic. The Victorian like crap. I don't know what the word I'm trying to say, but like old timey. Yeah, like around an old timey house or something. I won't, I want to say like oh, what is it called? The vampire stuff. Oh like ro- like God. Romanian, like it, I don't know. Maybe I just watch too many sci-fi movies. Sci-fi Fan- no. is that fantasy? <laughs> <laughs> what genre am I? I in? Okay, back to the point at hand here. So we have two, two warm places yeah. and three cold places. Who are these people? I don't know. Well, to be fair, I did see. I, I've got that Google News thing on my phone, and I saw somebody that was complaining. She moved from New York to Florida and said she hates it. And I was like, okay, well, can't please everybody. And she said she was going to move back. So it's definitely not for everybody. I mean, one of our neighbors, their parents moved down here from north. I can't, I don't know what state, but they stayed for what, six months or eight months or something like that. And they said, nope. Too damn fucking hot here for us. No way. I can't. I just can't. I I will take that extra heat for longer so I don't have to go through a four to five month winter. I I get major seasonal depression when the sky stays gray for three months out of the year. It hurts me. Uh Uh-huh. Mentally. We'll get there in a second. (laughs) Pause. (laughs) So the last article that I wanted to talk about was the best places in Florida to live, according to Forbes. Yes, uh, the city that is the best place to live. Number one. Number Tam- one. Tampa. Amen. Yeah, 100% Tampa. Yes. Miami's too, it's all, It's like, I think Miami's too, too crowded. It's too built up on top of each other, but Tampa is weird. Geography. Ge- geographically, huh. wow, it's uh, it's kind of weird because it's on that peninsula, and they can't really expand it anymore. Mm-hmm. Where where is it going to go? I mean, it can obviously go inland and up and up, but they're not. I don't think they're going to want to do that because they're trying to keep that visual of the bay, mm-hmm. so you can see everything. You can see the water. You know, it it kind of keeps that that vision of nature while being in a city intact. Absolutely. No, I, I think I found this interesting. I did expect to have Miami or somewhere, I guess, further South. Miami's not on there. Not, it wasn't number one. I only looked at number one. (laughs) I mean, I get that though. Miami is, is pretty good. If you want to work right now, like Uh, it is one of the up and coming places to be They're Uh, if you want a job in Florida. Yeah. Yes. That's, there's a lot of rich people there and Bitcoin is a big thing there. 
No. <laughs> Pull it back. Not, not, not we're not today. doing we're not doing Bitcoin today. <laughs> Why? Nope. Come back. But seeing that Tampa is number one on that article made me want to talk about Florida life and how we've been enjoying Tampa. We live in the greater metropolitan area of Tampa. The whole experience for us, Florida life and what it means to us, I wanted to kind of dive in and really talk about it. I want to talk about kind of the good and the bad again. We did this on a previous podcast because with every positive, there's a negative and you can always find negatives for sure. But there has been so much more positive for us than there has been negatives for with this move. But the first thing I wanted to talk about is the algae. I algae island that's coming to florida yeah did you hear about this i did the what is it like double the width of this the country i think (laughs) the u.s and it's coming to florida like we'll be under algae our house like all the algae shit like this has happened before i think but it happens in mexico all the time apparently and for some reason because it's florida keeps them fucking spring breakers out of here (laughs) well kind of come and gone at this point but they, they're talking about how it's going to ruin summer. And I'm like, well, how long is it going to be on the beach? How long is it going to be in the ocean? If it's as big as a, the, I mean, where is it going to go? I don't know. To the shore. Yeah. And how are you going to clean it all up? It's literally jobs. double the size of the United States. It's going to be lots of jobs. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> where does that money come from? But with every algae spring up that happens there's always the risk of red tide well and wild, yeah wildlife is definitely going to get screwed over this because yeah. that algae i think it saps a lot of the oxygen in the water so like fish and things like that they don't make it well that's kind of the point of red tide it kills fish and other sea animals but isn't that just based upon like it's poison what red tide yeah I mean, yeah, it is a poisonous algal bloom. Yeah, I'm I'm saying though that big island of that's not the same. It's sound like scientists. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's not I don't think it's the same, is it? It's this isn't like red tide. This is like a huge It's gonna cause red tide or red tide to be what I wanna say, expunged bigger. Exacerbated. That's the word. Good job. Exmasturbated. And calm down. <laughs> Um, so that is a negative and we have been to a couple of beaches here in the Gulf of Mexico in and around the Tampa area and have experienced red tide. It can be nasty. Yeah. Dead fish everywhere and the smell and it's respiratory. It's like a, like having a algae attack, algae attack, algae attack. (laughs) Like what what you did there. No, allergy attack. Yeah. That's exactly what it's like. You Runny, get, red eyes, yeah. makes you cough, that kind of thing. Throat hurt. But I do feel like sometimes, again, that red tide is exacerbated because it's Florida. And for some reason, people love to hate on Florida. Well, the media tends to over-sensationalize a lot of things. Let's yeah. be clear here. And that's one of them. If they can, I mean, we're, we yeah, we were here for Ian. Ian hit the coast, Hurricane Ian, the yep. Gulf Coast, and we were here, and it was a Cat Four at landfall. At landfall, and it wasn't that bad. Like, but wasn't bad for us where we live, but obviously for well, yes. and yes. other areas were impacted. and are still recovering. If you're on the coast, a hundred percent. That is the risk you take. You're going to get hit, and if they tell you to evacuate. 
you, Go. you evacuate, but like my parents and, you know, our family up north, they were all, hey, are you guys going to be okay? And we were like, oh, I mean, none of our neighbors are leaving, so we're just going to stay put too. We're mm. going to ride it out and see what happens. And it wasn't that bad. If I mean, they had told us to evacuate, we would have. A hundred percent. Yeah, there's no there's no way that we would have stayed. We would have figured something out and got well, out went of to here. Virginia for a weekend. No, thank you. <laughs> but yeah, it, I mean, like you said, Fort Myers, they got slammed and they're still recovering. But that's that's the coast. I mean, water is destructive, and when you pull it all out, like Tampa Bay was empty. Yeah, that because, was weird. Because people all, were hiking in it in Tampa Bay. They were hiking on the ground because Tampa Bay emptied out because all that water went to Fort Myers. Mm-hmm. So it's crazy. So that is a negative for sure. But you mentioned it. Let's jump back to it. Seasonal depression. Yeah, men- mental mental illness has. I mean, last podcast, you know, twenty twenty one. Yeah, in twenty twenty one, I had <laughs> I was recovering. Still recovering from OCD, um, and that was a big factor in us deciding that we wanted to skip skip town out of Virginia, too. Couldn't do another winter. No, I didn't want to do another winter there because that really did affect me, you know, lounging around the house all day and not being able to go out, get real sunlight, or just, you know, just the darkness you the know, gray, the, the gloom. Yeah, and then you get home from work and it's pitch black out because of time change and all that stuff. It's just not. It's not for me. Yep. And we started teleworking there because of the pandemic. And because of that, we were like, you know what? We could be doing this somewhere warmer. Yeah, we could <laughs> we could pack up all of our stuff and go somewhere else. And we and we did, and it has affected me a lot in positive ways. No regrets. No regrets. Seriously. My OCD is, I would say, you know, 99.9% gone. I get spikes every now and again, but it's mostly from, you know, self-brought. Would you say gone or would you say tamed? So that was a, that's a thing that's often discussed that, OCD and most mental illnesses are permanent. They are always there with you. But I I find that to be bullshit. <laughs> yeah, they say that you oh your OCD or your depression is in remission. Well, I don't know. I yeah, obviously it can come back, but it can that's like saying everybody in America has OCD or depression because you might get it one day that's dumb as shit i don't think that's what that means well it doesn't just because i've had it doesn't mean that it can't literally go completely away no i i agree with that but that's Um, they're saying that it may come back and it's like okay but that's anything yeah i i feel like that language is it's similar to cancer. It's yeah, it's very depressing to right. hear. That was a big negative that I was going through when I was trying to get better was thinking I was going to be like that forever. And now that I've been 
going through this whole journey of mental illness, I've, I can say that, yes, I'm good. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's what they need to start doing as a message is start telling people, look, you're going to get better. And you can be cured. Yeah, you can be cured. You just have to work. That's the big deal, too, is like you have to work your ass off at it. It's not easy. It's not take a pill and go fuck off. You have to do the do the therapy, do the pills, find something that can, you know, fill your time in. So you're not just sitting around staring at the wall and getting all up in your head. You got to do do things that are productive or not even productive. Like I love to fish and that's not productive. What the fuck does that do? Fishing one day. I'm sure. (laughs) But, but seriously though, what does that do? That's not really productive. It's just a hobby and I'm out there in nature. I'm it's meditation. Yeah. I'm in the present moment. I'm looking at the water. Water to me is fucking insane. It's peace. I mean, I, the other day I was out there. And I saw a fucking gator attacking birds. And I'm like, this is cool as shit. <laughs> How quickly you became Florida, man. Yeah, I, it was it was so much fun. Like, just, just seeing those. You, know, you see them in the zoo. And you're like, eh, hey, fucking dinosaur. But see, seeing them in, <laughs> seeing them in uh, real life, chasing after something and getting all aggressive is pretty fucking cool. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, it's not something you get to see anywhere else. No, I mean, they're... I mean, they're in the South at other places, but it's, it's a nature has been a big positive for me. And Florida is abundant in that. For sure. <laughs> Birds. Well, what, what else is Florida abundant in? Here's another negative for you. Taxes. Yeah. Taxes are pretty rough here, but are they though? I mean, there's no income tax. For sure. But that's, that's a positive. But this influx of transplants, which we are part of that, <laughs> yes, has caused taxes to rise. A lot. Yeah. It's, it's definitely hurt us a lot because, I mean, it's uh, we're talking almost a thousand bucks a month in additional payment just for escrow on a house. Yeah. It's insane. It's, it's crazy. And we are blessed and able to make it work, make Florida continue to work. But I honestly don't know, like, if you, we had the same jobs we had 10 years ago, if we could have done this. No, there's no way. I for mean, sure. when you, for, you buy a house and you were initially house poor, that's like a rite of passage of yeah, homeownership. Yeah, for starting out. Yeah. Yeah. You, but just you imagine. You more house than furniture. But just imagine, you buy this house. And what do we, when do we buy? 21? Yeah. August 21. Yeah. Buy a house August 21. And then fucking you have a year that you're okay. You know, your payment stays the same. And then all of a sudden, bang, you get that fucking notice that says notice of deficiency in your escrow account because your mortgage company didn't take enough money. And because the fucking county taxes decided to launch. Yep. and. And then all of a sudden they're like, hey, you're going to owe a thousand bucks extra every single month. I'm like, what the fuck? Mm -hmm. I mean, seriously, that's that is insane. I 100 percent agree. I mean, 
what they say the taxes go for, for roads, for schools, like all these things. It's like, okay, fine. But if you have more people moving into an area, why are the taxes going to go up that high? Uh, It's not proportionate to me. No, it doesn't. Why doesn't it balance out? Is it right? It's because of 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 arbitrary house value number, which is crap anyway, because... Because you live here, you're not fucking selling and making a benefit off of it. Mm-hmm, you know, Henry drove by our house and so decided that it was X value, and yeah, it, I mean, they decided to overpay, or it doesn't like it. It doesn't fucking matter because the people that are getting shafted aren't the people that are moving out of the state. Well, out of the you know the selling the house in the county that you're in. Oh, because they're making profit. They're making profit, right. and they're not having to pay the fucking tax unless they stay in the county. But they're probably not based on the tax. Yeah, I've heard jump. a lot of people uh, say that they have actually sold their house, like a three bedroom, two bath house, to move into a manufactured home, a mobile home, a trailer, because they made a huge profit on the house. But now they can't afford to rebuy. Right. So that to me is in. Sanity. Well, I just don't. That tax is based on value, but you're not getting any value when you live in it. I mean, you're getting the value of, yes, I bought this house. This is my house, but you're not. You're not getting the value that they are placing on it. Right there. That value is based on you selling the house one day. Yeah, it doesn't like. Right now, if I was to sell the house, yeah, we might make some money, but it's not, I don't want to sell my house. I want to live here. But you're fucking charging me extra to live here? Yep. That's crap. Just because everybody else decided to overpay. Mm -hmm. Taxation with representation. Okay, sorry. And, and, And like you just said, though, if more people are moving here, that means more tax money. So why are you having to jack the rates up to existing people that live here? Right. It's like, is it to stop the influx? Like, is that, or is it a barrier to entry? Doubtful. They want people here. But you're keeping them out. I don't know. (laughs) Like, by putting that much of a strain on someone, boosting up that much in tax, like, holy crap. It's, I, that was, that was pure shock. Like, I wouldn't, we bought a van, and I would have never bought that van had I known that our taxes were going to go up that much. Yeah. There's no fucking way. I would have got a beater and just stuck that out. We won't talk about that. No, 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 no. You can't, you can't blame me fully for not knowing that we were going to fucking have to pay an extra thousand bucks. The plan was always that you were going to get a beater, but then you decided to buy this $50,000 van. Okay. We're not going there. (laughs) (laughs) So with that said, We have now gone over two negatives and one positive. Let's hit the last positive here. The last positive to me, and you can add any uh, negatives or positives once we're done with this one, but is to me, kids in Florida get to be kids. Like in Virginia, it felt like kids grew up so quickly. They're in the home, you know, the majority of the time they, uh, just had to become like these little adults, especially during the pandemic. They had to grow up so fast. And here in Florida, and I maybe it's just our experience with the amazing neighborhood that we have, but 
our daughter gets to play with other kids and just be a kid. I mean, she does homework, you know, she has chores, whatever, but she gets to have fun with her friends outside 365. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) there's no break of, Oh, it's too cold. Can't play. Um, She can rip and run as much as she wants. And never in my life would I have ever thought that our daughter would touch a frog. Right. (laughs) She's very, 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 very princess. Uh Uh-huh. Like, (laughs) ew, icky, dirty, yuck. Yes. She catches frogs with her other little girls that are friends and puts them into little containers and tries to feed them and water them. But obviously, we tell her to release them before they die. But- this is something she now does. This yep. was not a thing in Virginia. She's grown a lot socially. I mean, Virginia, at least where we were in Northern Virginia, it was very close to DC, close to DC is very business. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got the federal government and federal government contractors. So unless your kids were in school or in daycare, they really weren't getting like that play association. Well, especially in our old neighborhood, it was all older, older couples right? that they had kids, but they were either in college or in high school. It's like my four or five year old, who the hell is she going to play with? Right. So I think here, like that experience for her has been amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, the changes that we have seen in the past few years and her growth and I mean, even in us, we just talked about it with the seasonal depression and that the changes in us, we we're tan people now. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I've never gotten a tan in my life, <laughs> but now down here, it's like permanent because mm-hmm. I, I go fish a lot and it's crazy. Uh-huh. It's, we are different people <clears throat> in living here and our daughter gets to be a kid for just a little bit longer mm-hmm. and I can't, like, to me, that is worth all the taxes that we have yes. to pay. Yeah. I mean, and the, the, the biggest recommendation I can make is do a lot of research. If you ever do think you're going to transplant to here, because there's many neighborhoods like ours and it's just look into it before you make that jump, because you can have a lot of regrets if you don't. And you move into a, a place that doesn't have a lot of kids. That's kind of like what happened to us in Virginia. We bought that house and it was in a neighborhood with no kids. It just, you know, our daughter had to stay inside and we played with her all day. And that's hard enough. That's hard too. When you've got full-time job and blah, blah, blah. And she's not in school or, you know, summer break, sit her in front of a fucking screen. I mean, I, to an extent, I do say that the neighborhood in Virginia didn't have kids and that was part of the problem. And, and we probably could have moved to another place in Virginia and maybe had more kids for her to play with. We could not, have. not, no, not me having more kids. Like she no. had more friends in the one and done for us. Dear God. We had our nephews over the weekend and they're two. We have a five-year-old and a three-year-old nephew and I love them to death. They're amazing. But one weekend's good. Uh, <laughs> so. Well, you, you don't, well, I mean, what you, I think you told me this. You don't have enough arms for how many kids you have. Then you've got too many. <laughs> so we had three. And I mean, one to of each us, their own. Well, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not knocking it if you can do it. But God damn. <laughs> I'm still finding fucking them? popcorn kernels shoved up in my fucking underwear and shit from all over the place. <laughs> Yeah, 
yeah, you know what I'm saying. There's popcorn kernels jammed in the couch, and it gets everywhere. I don't understand how from the couch to your underwear, like that. I sit on my, I sit in my house with my fucking underwear on by myself. Yes, I do this. But you don't wear loose underwear. I wear briefs. I know. They still, they still have chasms. <laughs> Yeah, there's still ways to f- penetrate. Ooh. <laughs> ah. Oh my god. All right. I know I know you, I could see it in your face that you wanted me to stop the you recording. You might have to edit that. No, I am not editing that out because Dear I Lord. I I am not being fucking weird. I'm just saying there's popcorn everywhere still. It's all over the place. In your chasms. In my chasms. <laughs> Because you sit on a fucking couch where there's popcorn, and it's not just the nephews; it's our daughter too. They, oh, I don't Lord. know what they they fucking got to eat. Like they're both they're all wood chippers. <laughs> the shit's flying out everywhere. But yeah, oh, they, we're Lord. still we're still picking up popcorn. Okay, well, speaking of kids, <laughs> uh, we decided uh, we mentioned it at the beginning of this podcast that we were going to do a quick little kid talk for you. We wanted our daughter to have a chance. She really likes this idea of podcasting uh, to give her thoughts on some of the topics that we discussed, specifically Florida life. Yes. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's one way to start it. Yeah, this is Florida. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us what your favorite part about living in Florida is. About my friends that I play with and... Alligators. Ponds. Ponds. Going fishing. Going fishing. Seeing my cousins here. Seeing your cousins. That's all. Next question, please. (laughs) Do you like Florida or Virginia better? Florida. Why? Because, well, I don't really like eating snow. You like yellow snow the best, don't you? No, that's pea snow. (laughs) (laughs) That's just why I love um, Florida, because it's have a nice breeze. And the weather's better than Virginia? Yep, because it's very warm. And you don't have to stay inside for six months out of the year for winter? Yep. <laughs> what's your what's your not favorite part about Florida? My not when What's your gets... not favorite part? Let, hang on a second. That's not grammatically correct. <laughs> well what my favorite one what my not favorite one is um with the cold weather. In Florida? Well, it's less cold than Virginia. Well, less cold than everybody. <laughs> everybody? Everybody. It's what you do with the things you love. 